What we do in life? Echoes in eternity. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. And we don't know who we are. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. Officer, you need to repent of your lawless conduct. You don't know the law, and yet you pretend to represent it. That's not law enforcement, sir. That's being a thug. We will not stop fighting and bothering you all until this monstrous, barbaric practice of legalized abortion ends and we are teaching our children to do the same. God's word says that the shed blood of innocent humans cries out for justice and mark my words, they will have their day in court. Nobody gets saved by being treated nicely. They get saved by hearing the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. If we don't open our mouths and commend Christ, we're not loving him no matter what we're doing with our hands. One of the other things I really love about your show is that you really focus in on um, just a steady diet of the word. Summer, you host a Bible study at your house. And so um, why is it so important? So again, our show is to provoke the church to destroy cultural idols, preach the gospel, rescue babies. Um, and why is it so important in the life of a Christian man and woman to mm. be steadily in the word um, so that like Second mm. Timothy 316 says so that we can be equipped for every good work like mm -hmm. why to you like you guys talk about this a lot on the show why should we be constantly I mean this should be like top priority for us mm -hmm. as Christians mm -hmm. um, like I like what Ray Comfort said like you know we won't go a day without eating right but we will go a day without reading our Bibles and why is yeah. that you know yeah so discuss <laughs> <laughs> so I think we were created by the word of God and we are sustained by the word of God. Mm -hmm. And just very simply, we require the word of God because that's how he's designed us to work. Right. Like it's not some, I mean, it is kind of magical, but it's not some like deep, insightful secret. Mm -hmm. Like we are sustained and upheld by his word. Right. And if you neglect that, mm -hmm. you are neglecting the one of the way the main ways that he has said that he will feed you spiritually mm -hmm. and sustain you. Right. And we have very short memories mm -hmm. and we still have battles with the flesh to fight. Right. That we cannot fight without the word of God. Right. And so yes, there is a, a supernatural power. Mm-hmm. Um, but God has designed us to work in such, there's a reason why, uh, Jesus calls himself the bread of life. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why he's called the word. Yeah. And so there's a reason why, uh, there's an, I think God gave us bellies and hunger to point us to these spiritual realities mm -hmm. of like, 
you need bread to live. Right. You need Jesus to live. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know what that means. Right. We know what it's like when we taste something. Mm-hmm. We know what it's like when we see something. Right. We sh- we naturally, our bodies naturally want those things. And when we're being spiritually disciplined, we are being fed in a way that we need to be fed. Sure. And so Christians that choose not to read the Bible are choosing to be malnourished. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, cho- they're intentionally harming their spiritual life. Right. Uh, and I mean, do I need to say that we shouldn't do that? I right. mean, we shouldn't do that. You should yeah. not intend, you know, and it's like, it's not that there's a certain amount of reading that you should do mm-hmm. or a certain way that you should do it. I think there's lots of strategies that have been employed over um, the many years that Christians have been living with the Old and the New Testament. Um, and there's really just no excuse in our day and age not to be consuming that. Right. And I think that we give ourselves a pass because we are arrogant. We are prideful. We don't believe that we need what we need. Um, I also love Paul says multiple times in the New Testament, uh, he's when he's writing his epistles to these churches that he's commending for their their love and their grace. And he's like, everybody knows how much you guys love each other. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows how much you guys love Jesus. And it's been such a pleasure for me to hear from others how Mm -hmm. you've been loving each other well and all this. And then he gives them the gospel. Mm -hmm. And he says, like, it doesn't it doesn't weary me to remind you of this. Right. Because Paul knows that if you are a believer, you know the gospel. Right. You need to hear the gospel. You need Mm -hmm. to hear it again. Even those of you that I've heard are doing so well and Mm -hmm. you're so strong and everybody's talking about how strong you are in the faith. Here, I'm going to tell you this thing you need to hear again. Yeah. And I'm not going to get tired of telling you. Yeah. And so I think something that we need to pursue is not being tired of hearing it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not something you can do in and of yourself. um, But I do think that is a yes prayer. I think Mm -hmm. that's a prayer that will be answered. Um, And so, yeah, you know, something that... I, I mean, I've been I've been a Christian for a long time, and I would say that it's only been four or five years that I've been a very consistent Bible reader. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a discipline that I mentally knew I needed to get into. Right. But I just I think there were all these things holding me back where I had all these false beliefs of like, well, if I can't read this much, then I'm just not going to read it at all. Right. Or if I don't have half an hour, then I guess I just don't have, I can't do it right now. Right. Or or yeah. I'm not in a mood. How about the mood? Ooh, the mood. <laughs> like yeah. mm, my mood right mm-hmm. now or, you know, waiting for the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. And um, it is, it goes back to that, that Ray Comfort quote of just like, I would never treat food that way. Right. Yeah. If I was, if I only had 15 minutes to eat, I would eat something. Right. Yeah. And if you only have, and I don't believe that you do, but yeah. <laughs> for the sake of argument, right. if yeah. you only have 15 minutes mm-hmm. to read, then use them to read. Sure, yeah. Um, and so I think just getting over those um, hurdles has been a big a big blessing and also just getting over myself, yeah, my own pride, um, and actually believing what God says because, it, you know, there is no specific uh, address in the Bible for like this is how you should read that. There's no Bible plan in the Bible. Right. 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 And, and, and that's fine. Um, but I, I think it's very clear that we are to draw near to God and mm-hmm. you can't do that without his word. Right. Well, yeah. and it's really like, it's not just, it's not a, there's, it work. obviously reading your Bible has plenty of practical benefits, but yeah. God 
tells you to read the word mm-hmm. and consume the word mm-hmm. and it's not just pragmatic like some and I think that's where we get caught up into like well if I read my bible then I'll feel better today or right. I, I can't read my bible because I only mm-hmm. have 15 minutes mm-hmm. and we get we get it all in this like mm-hmm. you know uh we just conflate it make it harder or um or we are only going to it for the practical benefits of it like maybe we do feel a little more peace or we feel closer Mm. but that's not what again Mm. like to bring to talk about food and consumption (laughs) like um like food doesn't just have a practical benefit (laughs) like we god blessed us Mm. with food he blessed us with his word right Mm -hmm. and we don't we the focus shouldn't be like just like if you're only Mm. um consuming it in a practical way just like if you're only consuming food in a practical way mm-hmm. like calories in calories out what's the macros what's the sure. d- d- yeah. you know and there's never like an enjoyment then you're you're missing mm. the blessing right. that it is you've right. turned it into a self help book right. that mm. is going to produce results mm. based what's off in of it for what me? you yeah, right. exactly yeah, yeah. I was thinking about um, Pastor Jeff had brought up Psalm 144.1 this um, last Sunday, and Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and Mm -hmm. my fingers for battle. Like, How do we think that God trains Mm -hmm. our hands for war and our fingers for battle? Well, he does it through his word. And and that does equip us for every good work, and that spills into everything else, you know, Mm -hmm. motherhood. Uh, evangelism, all the things mm-hmm. that we're talking about coming up against the cultural ideologies uh, mm-hmm. that we're faced against right now. Um, mm-hmm. So whatever yeah. your battle is like that, mm-hmm. the word is like, yeah, that's how he's going to equip yeah. you yeah, yeah to, to face like there's things yeah. that we encounter as parents or as wives and, mm-hmm. you know, spouses that that we go, how, are, how am I going to do yeah, this? Like right. you're going to be equipped because you're yeah. reading the word. But if you're not, yeah. In the word. Well, it's like throwing away your sword. Right. And being like, let's exactly. go. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. I have no weapons. Yeah. But come at me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So, well, thank you for that. That's, I mean, I think that is just a blessing to our, our listeners just to, to really maybe ponder on that uh, alone, because that is what is going to prepare us for, for fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, that is what's going to give us longevity is being saturated in the word well and even just the word like it literally will just give you the words right yeah exactly to to evangelize Uh it will give you if you are if you are in your final moments about Mm -hmm. to be martyred yeah Mm -hmm. historically Mm. those are the words that the martyrs spoke exactly just actual literal scripture right and they didn't they didn't just Mm-hmm. They weren't like, oh, I'm glad I read this one verse yeah. 40 times and now I kind of remember right. the the uh, like a rough right. general idea <laughs> of what it said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like we just <laughs> yeah. we read about a covenanter yeah. that had a hand written like hand uh, copied uh, New, New Testament. Testament. Oh, wow. And he dug a vault like below his house mm-hmm. because of persecution uh-huh. and he stayed in that vault and studied his his own copied wow. hand copied yeah uh, that yeah. he passed on to like generations and generations yeah. of right. covenant and women being drowned and like as the water like they would drown them slowly in the waves mm. and like when the waves would come down they would just be repeating Romans eight mm-hmm. 
because they had committed it to memory right. and that was what was coming out they're repeating whole psalms right because it's all been committed to memory and these are their last words yeah you know? and so we look at you know we look back and we listen to you know uh fox's books um, fox's book of martyrs we actually listen to it on audio um or we read it you know mm-hmm. and we're like how how you know you just hear death after gruesome mm-hmm. death after persecution people's families being just mm-hmm. brutally mm-hmm. done the, the worst of the worst uh, kids and and you're like how did these people have this faith mm-hmm. they weren't surprised by the fiery trial mm-hmm. you know i mean maybe there was some shock there or something but no they they knew the word and so mm-hmm. they knew what was they knew why yeah. mm-hmm. and they they had god's word stored in their heart and so that's why you see some of them going to the guillotines mm-hmm. Singing psalms, singing songs, mm-hmm. psalms, and yeah. and repeating scripture because they had God's word in their heart and they had mm-hmm. that peace and it prepared them mm-hmm. for the battle that they had. So, mm-hmm. um, man, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, makes me like I, I just had like you said I've I've gotten you know in the past of just like getting so caught up in the kind of practical side of Bible mm-hmm. reading or I'll be like, okay, I'm on my Bible reading pen. I skipped a day. Now I got to go back. Oh, wait. Oh, now right. I should just do a whole hour. Oh, no, I didn't. And then all of a sudden you've gone to sleep and you're like, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't read even anything read at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we found like our little sweet spot now mm. is waking up early, which is super hard, but yeah. it's, this is the only thing that's helping us like stay consistent. So this just works for, God. yeah, for, for this our season, family. This time. Right. Yeah. And who knows, maybe it'll, it'll change, change it up. But yeah. for right now, my husband and I have been waking up and we read for a little bit together. Oh, and then that's so cute. It's, it's really good though for both of us and yeah. you know, yeah. for the whole family. And then we read with the kids before they go to bed. So that's kind of our, I was trying to do it cause I'm more of an auditory learner. Yeah. So he reads a lot of the time and all. And you listen. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyways, you got to find what works mm-hmm. for your family, mm-hmm. for yourself. That's right. Um, so, okay. Well, I got, let's see, how are we doing on time? Are you okay? Oh, I'm great. I'm, yeah. I'm not even. Didn't concerned. we just start? Five minutes ago? Yeah. Okay. So I got one last right. subject that I think we could talk about probably for a while, but we can just go for as long as you guys feel like it. But one big talk- topic about your show is about feminism. Mm-hmm. See my shirt? Hey, if you haven't gone to uh, the Sheologians merch shop, what, where, shop, what, Sheologians. shop com. there you go. You can get some really cute, <laughs> some really cute gear. I have a, a coffee cup I meant to bring it, but I use oh, it all man. the time. It I don't have a mug yet. I want oh, one. I like it. I get, I, I love it. Uh, when my nieces come over, they're always like, oh, I want a Sheologians. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Um, Okay, so here's here it is. Uh, why is feminism poison, like our shirts say, mm. and the implications it has, feminism, mm. uh, has brought in the area of abor- the abortion holocaust and our current cultural climate. I'll read that again. Why is mm. feminism poison and the implicate? Uh, let me read this. I'm confusing myself. Why what are fe- the implications? What are the implications <laughs> that it has brought in the area of the abortion holocaust and the current and our current cultural climate? That's a tongue twister, current cultural climate. <laughs> current See, cultural climate. Yeah. I was scared to say it. I was like, don't mess so up. So let's start. <laughs> I, I mess up so much on the show that I'm just like, nah, I don't care. Um, th- that's the thing about our show that that gives me relief that is I'm like, wait, no, I'm supposed to be like an example of like if that lady can go up and do evangelism. You do great. No. You, I've seen you on the street. Oh, yeah. You do great. It's just like, a, I haven't done it actually in a while, but yeah. it's, I always say it's like, a, a you know, working out. Yep. The more you do it, the more you talk the about it, the more it easier it gets. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the first sentence. Yeah. 
Why is feminism poison? Because your shirts say why feminism is poison. And so I'm sure you guys get looks from having that. Mm -hmm. And so people are probably like, what are you talking about? Feminism is Mm. women power. So I know it's a really big subject. Yeah. I know that there's been some really good books written on it, like Rebecca Merkel's Even Exile. That was a really good one. Um, but if you can yeah. give us a little, maybe, I know you've had episodes about it, episodes upon episodes yeah, upon episodes. Yeah, I wonder episodes. how many hours we've yeah. spent. Probably a lot. Yeah. If, yeah, if lot. you go to our website and just type in feminism yeah. in the search bar, you'll get a lot will pop up. Uh, well, I think I, I have an answer mm. as directly as to why like we would say feminism that it poisons the like mm. the woman that wears that badge okay mm. um simply said it turns a woman bitter towards her work mm. the work that she's been given to do right. here mm-hmm. by god which is a whole conversation that people like to you know Mm -hmm. have conversations about right um but i would say just to keep it simple and comprehensive Mm. it is poisonous because it actually turns the woman against her purpose Mm. and turns the woman against her husband and her children Mm -hmm. um which are Mm. a huge part of the work that's been given so it basically it it makes it so that women are unable to carry out the will of God, right? Um, because they are totally poisoned and dead. Mm. Um, so would you say it's a, a direct assault on the family unit? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. So our our big thing has always been that if you are a Christian, you do not need feminism mm-hmm. uh, because you already have the, there is nothing that gives a human being special worth outside of the animals, aside from the fact that we're made in the image of God. Right. So what higher standard is there? Mm-hmm. You know, people will say, well, feminism is just the belief that men and women are equal. Well, I I actually believe more than that mm-hmm. about women. Right. I believe that women are made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. We're not just equal to man. Right. We are made. We are made in the very image of God. Mm-hmm. That is far more special than having the same worth or value as a man. Sure. Yeah. Um. So we would argue we already have a higher standard for mm-hmm. women than mm-hmm. feminism, and by injecting feminism into your definition or your standard of what makes a woman valuable or that you believe a woman is valuable, I mean, you have to borrow from. And a pagan worldview. Right. I mean, if you don't have God, then, I mean, honestly, in a materialistic worldview where we all got here through uh, evolution, men and women aren't equal. Yeah. Because it's the strong that survive. Sure. Um, and beyond <laughs> yeah. how many children you can, I mean, men can, in some, in one way, produce far more children than women can. Mm-hmm. Like, we got one at a time and mm-hmm. it takes us roughly a year. Yeah. I mean, men can create far more children sure. than we can. Yeah. Um and so in a materialistic worldview like what that it means nothing. Sure. Feminism means nothing. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, uh I think a lot of Christians because we were educated in public school, we have this idea that 
the first wave of feminists, you know, they really, they were Christians. They were these just nice little biddies and their big hoop dresses. And they just wanted women to be able to vote. Right. And that's not true. <laughs> um, that's that's not what they, that's not all that they were here for. Right. There are they things. Didn't, that's not the ideology of feminism. So when someone says, right. when someone says that's all feminism that is. is just the, the radical suffrage, notion and, that, yeah. that women are equal to men, yeah. not only is that, do we have a better answer, yeah. but that's not actually what feminism right. is. And the original like, feminists were not by and large Christians, yeah. not the influential ones. Right. When you actually go back and read what they had to write, mm-hmm. it was very subversive, mm. in a way very satanic. Right. They had a real obsession with the garden. Oh, really? And, I didn't know that. Uh, I've read a little bit, but not. Oh, yeah. real obsession with with Satan in some ways oh, really? as like um, some of them had real obsessions with Lilith, right? The mm-hmm. first, the actual real first woman. Um, they had some real radical beliefs. Really? Um, that, I mean, that don't get talked about right. because, well, they just, you know, they were against slavery and they, they wanted, great. they wanted women to vote and they and wanted women to vote. And I was surprised that they were for prohibition. Well, that's because all yeah. the men were drinking. Mm. And so, yeah, even prohibition, which I would be against. Right. Um, and really women, they really helped usher in the nanny state, mm. which mm-hmm. has done a lot of damage. And essentially, you know, we we make this argument and go more into the history of it. And actually, somebody emailed me and said we're due for another. Oh, yeah, we are. Series. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that we remembered, it's been five years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, five years I'm like later. we do it every year <laughs> we've only done it twice but so, so I guess it's a mom brain mom brain yeah. um but uh so when the pro- prohibition happened and basically w- something we've gone into is that when women did become more involved in the politics and the government it ushered in the nanny state mm. because essentially the men you know, there were a lot of men very abusive. That's why they wanted prohibition, by the way, was because men were getting drunk, beating their wives. And so the whole movement was like, please stop. Please stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is which we don't a have great a question, with, yeah. which is understandable why people would not want their husbands going out getting wasted all the time. Right. Yeah. It's completely. Um, however, appealing to the government sure. when that's not their sphere. Yeah. Um, did a lot of damage and right. typically does more damage. And mm-hmm. so even, you know, you asked about what, is it, what does it have to do with abortion? Yeah. Well, a lot, many of the argument from the other side about abortion is like, okay, but women are in this horrible position, mm-hmm. right? That and, and honestly, that's been like the crux of the feminist argument through, all, through every wave. Mm-hmm. Women are in this horrible position. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to let are I'm having g- an amazing time. <laughs> Women are having a now horrible we're gonna time. Mm-hmm. Legislate well, it out of existence right. or legislate something into existence. Mm-hmm. So, so we, we agree mm-hmm. there are real problems that m- real men mm-hmm. are really responsible for. Right. Yeah. And there has been an, an utter breakdown of society. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the men getting the women to kill their offspring so they can have no fault sex was a real power move by the patriarchy right yeah because um, who, who does that benefit right <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah who does yeah. that um that yeah. uh has not get and and that's that's the whole idea of the poison is that 
we have been so infected by these lies mm-hmm. and we have traded the the high standard of being made in the image of God mm. for just being powerful feminists right. instead yeah. um, and swapped out all of our strength and dignity mm. in the meantime for something much cheaper and much Absolutely. less than what God right. would have had for us in the first place. Right. Well, and like something that's poison doesn't look like it's thriving. Yeah. Um, and that's why you see so much ugliness and mm. death uh, in mm-hmm. in a man-made uh, religion. Mm-hmm. It's a doctrine. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. And mm. and you basically, I mean, basically you see women, uh, whatever historical point they want to start at mm. in feminism, mm. you see women slowly... Uh, making the case that they are enough of a victim mm. that society can make it up to them mm-hmm. by letting them murder their kids. Right. Mm. And what a what a fantastic ploy of the enemy who mm. the reason why he right. attacks the family unit because it's a direct reflection of Christ mm-hmm. and right. his bride and his covenant people. And so mm-hmm. um Well and even we, just Summer was talking about just the if you want to talk about the power that a woman has, the power in her own home and to shape mm. the attitude of her home mm-hmm. and the feeling of it. Yeah. Uh, a woman can make a beautiful, hospitable home mm. and she can make a wretched, dirty, either physically or yeah. emotionally. Spiritually. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, it's, it is a poison that's infiltrated homes Yeah, and it's infiltrated the, obviously like, you know, um, the man has a different role, but the woman's role is so, mm. it, uh, even though the man leads, the woman takes such a part in her husband's day and mm-hmm. the, the feeling of her husband um, and just what, even what's going on in his head right. for that day. Right. The woman is so, so in control right. of that. And if it's poisoned, mm. then her house is sure too. yeah it, it's gonna it's gonna have this outworking yeah she's gonna tear down in their lives the walls yeah. with her own mm-hmm. hands yeah. and mm-hmm. and sometimes and, that looks like just complaining on social media every mm-hmm. day for 10 years what a horrible husband you have mm-hmm. and sometimes it's i'm leaving you all right. i'm abandoning you or just the the bitterness because you feel entitled to some other life mm-hmm. right you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah i like um like i think Bodie bachum talked about abortion being satan's like crown jewel right because it's an attack on the image of god Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. you see that constantly he's always attacking the family unit Mm -hmm. through homosexuality Mm -hmm. through uh, feminism Mm -hmm. through abortion he's just coming at us and you know i feel like when you get involved in any type of ministry when it comes to evangelism but also just when god saves you any Christian, uh, whether you're active in evangelism or not, uh, he's going to come after your marriage. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to come after, he wants to tear people apart. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to tear husband and wife apart. He wants to destroy families. Um, mm-hmm. So we have to really rail against that. And part of that is standing up to demonic ideologies like feminism mm-hmm. and not letting the, the cultural definition of it, like, and the emotionalism attached to that. Mm-hmm define what it really is you know because just like 
like BLM, for instance, like, mm-hmm. okay, people are like, Black Lives Matter. Don't you believe Black Lives Matter? Right. Well, <sighs> duh. Duh. I'm a Christian. I, yeah. I don't even <laughs> right. believe they just matter, but they're like right. of great importance and precious right. because I actually have a higher view of them. The image of right. God. Than you do. Right. And so feminism, don't you care about women being right. equal? Yeah, but this this word over here doesn't hang. I like your dad said it really well. Mm. It, better than I'm going to articulate it. But he said, you can't just let that word hang in suspension without any other. It has meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, And so feminism on a whole has meaning because of all that it entails Mm -hmm. and what it actually is. Same with the Black Lives Matter movement. This isn't just saying Black Lives Matter. No, it's Mm -hmm. attached to this unchrist, unbiblical ideology that. Yeah is not from God. Well, I think it's important that we judge by fruit, right? So it's easy to say like Black Lives Matter, but what has been the fruit of that movement? Mm -hmm. It's been death, destruction, bitterness, division. Mm -hmm. It hasn't brought any kind of healing because it wasn't even attacking the right problem to begin with. And then the same thing with feminism where it's like, yeah, it is such a big, I mean, it's feminism has been a thing for a century now. Mm -hmm. Century is a hundred years, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. it's a callback. It doesn't we matter. Have yeah. this conversation earlier. With a millennia. And, yeah. uh, it's a hundred. Anyways, it's so it's been a thing for um, a century. A millennia is a thousand years, right? Yeah. 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 Obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's. <laughs> yeah. I don't it know. Like? Numbers are hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So feminism, you know, it, it's been around for a hundred years. It's been it's morphed into different things and it's had different waves. Let's judge it by the fruit because that's how we are to judge. We judge things by its fruit. What has been the fruit of feminism? Mm -hmm. It's 63 million dead image bearers of God. Mm -hmm. It's all kinds of just, I mean, look at the pain, broken homes and sexual brokenness. And like just you can't, you you are to judge things by what it produces. Mm -hmm. This is what feminism has produced. We have women who are more highly medicated and depressed and anxious and Mm -hmm. traumatized than ever before. That's the standard. It's the standard for Christian women. Christian women in the church, Mm -hmm. standard, anxious, depressed, can't control themselves, unhappy with their husbands, unhappy in their families. This is the fruit Mm -hmm. uh, because our entire culture drank the Kool-Aid. Right. Um, the poisoned Kool-Aid. The, the poisoned Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, Not the good kind. <laughs> no. And what Christians need to do is they need to to go back. I guess the f- food is a theme today. Yeah, we love food. Yeah. Um, it's my dinner time almost. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I guess that's yeah. maybe why we're, <laughs> we're we need to we need to change our our taste buds. Sure. I yeah. think that for far too many Christians, we have been feeding ourselves a steady diet of really poisoned ideas yeah. without critically thinking. And that's what we're used to now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you grew up eating TV dinners and never knew anything different, you're like, yeah, this is delicious. This I don't know why food. I feel like crap all the time, but yeah, this is what like, I'm used this to. This is what I yeah. eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to change our taste buds. I think that we are far too comfortable with using with using the world's lens for how we view women and how we view ourselves and how we think of anxiety. And, you know, I mean, just talk, tell a Christian woman that anxiety is a sin Mm -hmm. and watch what happens. Mm -hmm. And that's because our taste buds are we, what we are consuming is a steady diet 
of what the world has to say right. about our mental health and our emotions and how we are to govern ourselves. Right. And we hear something that the Bible has to say about anxiety and we spit it out. We're like, what is that? Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't take that. Mm-hmm. That's not what That's I, offensive. That's, yeah. yeah. And so we need to, we need to change our taste buds. We need to uh, love what God loves and hate what God hates and renew our minds very much in accordance with that. Mm, well, and amen. if you Hallelujah. can't do that, <laughs> if you can't do that, oh, she's you're not a Christian. Oh, you're not a Christian. Yeah. And and honestly, we will will give you the gospel just the same. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not a Christian. Mm. Like, bam, take that. Like, yeah. you should feel really, really bad. Yeah. That's not that's <laughs> not what I'm trying to say. Like, please do keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, preach the gospel to your Christian friends that think they're Christians, but mm. they they're not actually Christians. Right. Mm. Um, but for for the for the tradition Christian, the Christian who thinks that mm. they can be a Christian and not believe what the Bible says over what they think and feel. Right. Mm. Um, what you're describing is well, what I was talking about earlier in my own testimony. I wasn't saved when everything that I believed came from myself right Mm. that's not possible Mm -hmm. it's not a thing Mm. um and so there's no there is this weird because we've come from a Mm. christian background in our country Mm -hmm. there is this sort of weird obsession with wanting to Mm. call yourself a christian i know it's so strange don't worry about the bible don't worry about it (laughs) like if you're not a christian It's, do worry about it. Right. But like, don't worry about calling yourself a Christian. That's what I'm always like. Why would you even why? want to? I don't get because it. Right. Tradition. They want to, if tradition and assuaging the conscience because we all know mm. inherently that there's a God. Mm. But yeah. we want to rage against right. him. And we want to create mm. an idol that is okay with our sins so we can yeah. continue on. Because right. we know. Yeah. All of us know. Well, and discipleship is so weird in our culture, too. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like. It's not just that our taste buds, some of us have broken taste buds. Some of us are eating and coming regularly. Some mm-hmm. of us are looking for scraps under the table. Yeah. And some of us are like, I don't know what food is. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't even know what food I is. I don't even know what it looks like. Right. What well, does it look like? A big part of like my walk has been unlearning so mm-hmm. much because right. I didn't get saved till I was like 29, 28. Uh, mm-hmm. And I went to public school and to, mm-hmm. you know, state college and uh, didn't mm-hmm. finish. But uh, yeah, I just had so many... I still have to work oh, out yeah, these things. Too. I still have to like, I was going to actually, I was thinking about naming this um, episode uh, being a Berean of the Bible because mm-hmm. I feel like you guys, that's a big part of your show is holding up. Does this line up according to scripture? Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, per hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, that's just, what I would say yeah, <laughs> uh, just, just saying, okay, wait a minute. I have this idea about this subject, but is that mm. coming from God's word or is that coming from right. this other source that I learned so long ago? And I just thought that was true, right. but right. it wasn't. It's like, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I feel like your yeah. testimony is such an encouragement mm. to me as a mom being saved, bringing up yeah. Christian children that, mm-hmm. you know, it's all God's sovereignty and mm-hmm. everything is according to his will and he does it perfect. But yeah. I, I just... I know from not becoming a Christian until I was an adult, just I learned so much crap, so much yeah. untruth. And then yeah. that affects everything and how you live. And yeah. you look back and you're like, well, gosh, yeah. if I would have got saved when I was this old, but that's not God's well, plan. That right. wasn't in God, yeah. you know. Well, and it's definitely a blessing yeah. to be raised in a Christian home. Um, 
and but you know at the end of the day like I really do believe that it is people that know their doctrine and know their theology and aren't saved mm. that is the hardest people group to reach. Sure. Yeah. Um, because they know and, you know, their conscience, I think, has really been hardened. And, yeah. and we know that those who sit under teaching are going to receive a harsher judgment. Right. So in that way, um, I raise my kids in the church trusting God, but mm-hmm. with trembling. Right. Because... They are going to hear something about Jesus from me every day. Yeah. And they are going to be discipled mm-hmm. every day, right. whether they want it or not. <laughs> and uh, if they turn away from that, then they will receive a harsher punishment. Right. And yeah. so uh, I would just say, like, there were things that I had to overcome. My, I, I feel like when you're raised in the faith and you have this theology, there's there's definitely a... Uh, an opportunity for you to have a kind of arrogance mm-hmm. and hard-hearted hard-heartedness toward truth that you maybe can't even recognize right. and see without mm-hmm. the Lord being gracious and showing it to you. Right. Because and it's like, oh, I know all the things. I've heard it all. I can I know regurgi- the gospel. Yeah, I can regurgitate it back to you. But I've been hearing it for 32 years. There's not a, a heart you change. Know? Yeah. But yeah, there's not a, a, a real understanding of... Um, you know, who we are before God. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I actually have been wanting to talk to your dad about this. Um, I remember shortly after I got saved, I was reading a book. I don't even remember what the book was, but mm-hmm. it just was one of those moments in my life where I felt like God just showed me mm. who he was. And it was talking about Matthew 5 when Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit. And the word, and I'm going to check with your dad to make sure this is accurate. Okay. I'm not sure if this is accurate. Mm. Um, blessed are the poor in spirit, right? Mm. And I was talking about the Greek word for poor. Mm. Um, is there's There was two types of poor. There was one that would uh, describe somebody maybe you would see out here, like on the street, that had some earthly belongings, like a backpack, maybe some waters or something. They had something. Yeah. But the poor, the, the other word for poor that was used in the Greek meant completely destitute Mm. without anything like not even clothes Mm. this person Mm. had nothing at all to give only a hand out and so that's what how god sees us you know Mm. and we have nothing but i didn't you know i didn't Mm. understand that i always felt like you know like you said people are essentially good they all have their own stories if you just give Mm. them a chance and Mm. you know my salvation was this like synergetic, like I reached out and God mm, heard me and, right. you know, I didn't yeah. understand. But then God really showed me like, you know, you have absolutely nothing to mm. offer. Your your works are nothing to me. It's only Christ's righteousness. So anyways, it's just. Thank it's God just, for I mean, that. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to ask your dad about that. Yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. I think this is a good yeah. place to end. Thank you so much for coming on. It was fun. You guys are provokers. You need to come on again. I'm going to be bugging <laughs> you to come sure, on again. Absolutely. Oh. I mean, I've definitely said harsher things than I did in this hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think anything was too harsh, okay, but great. I just feel like our listeners are going to be so blessed well, and edified God. by you. We two. had fun. I know. Yeah. I love it. And I love hanging out with you, too. Um, so, can you tell our listeners, even though I feel like most of them that listen to ours probably listen to yours too but just for the people who haven't like where they can find you um let's see um well we're sheologians we're on all the podcast platforms Mm -hmm. for the most part 
Um, we do a book club and bonus content mm-hmm. at Patreon, and that's just patreon.com slash theologians. Nice. And then all of our stuff is at shoptheologians.com. Love it. Well, that's yeah. pretty much it. Joy Joy tweets sometimes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to admit something super embarrassing. Like, oh, I really sweet. don't know how to use Twitter. Oh, I don't either. I just type I, in the uh, box and yeah. push. I do. At some point, I signed up for a Twitter account a long time ago, and I yeah. just, like, don't know how to re-sign like sign in. I'm like, I'm 39. <laughs> I should know how to do this. But um, you guys are going to... If you don't have to be on Twitter, just yeah. don't. But it's too late for me. I saw Twitter. I, I really I, enjoy everything it says on there. Right. But yeah. there's some of the some of the stuff I'm like, I don't know how to... So this person's responding to mm-hmm. this person. And when I click respond, it just wants to create a new I love tweet. I love that I know something you guys don't. <laughs> but somehow I subscribe to you, Summer, oh, because I get great. emails that say Summer tweets or something like that. Oh, yeah. And so I can kind of see what? it, but then I try to go click on it. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, 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 old weird. lady, I can't get on. I'm old lady on Instagram. Like, I don't get Instagram. I'm pretty sure I have I have over 2,000 um, like unread Instagram <laughs> yeah. messages and notifications and requests because I don't get it. Like yeah. I'm too old for Instagram, but I understand Twitter. So I don't. Twitter's a it. rowdy bunch. Yeah. I like it over there. I do. That I need, is what I like. About I need it. to learn. I need to learn. Lively. Maybe, maybe I should <laughs> get a tutorial. Was telling me what a horrible, awful jerk I am. It's just like really invigorating every day. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you're an apology, and like we live for this stuff. We had a uh, another protester, I think, a couple weeks ago, oh. and I wasn't there. I was at home with a sick baby or saw, something. Yeah. But uh, I was talking to my husband. I'm like. Man, don't they know for apologies? This is like Christmas morning. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> like, like yes. licking our chops. Like, yeah, like you Ooh. came to me. I yeah. don't even have to go find yeah, you. Yeah, this is a present. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. <laughs> we we apologies. I had to stop fight. my kids from going over there. I was like, no, leave them. Come on. Yeah, we need to get. Like, we can need we to give go them a worship. Tract, you know. Yeah. Oh, anyway, bless their hearts. I love them. Yeah. Um, you ladies are going to be at the Fight Laugh Feast yes. conference. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm so excited. So you guys are talking. Um, you're doing with Nancy Wilson and yeah. you're, and Rebecca Mer- Merkel, and you're doing diapers, dishes, and Dominion. I can't wait to listen to this. It's going to be fun. Okay, Nancy you, is just she's our mother in the face. I'm so <laughs> just. I love I, her. I have to say this for accountability because we're going to be there. Yeah. And, I mean, um, I don't want to be a weirdo, so I'm just going to say this for accountability purposes. Oh, like, okay. if you see me there, yeah. you need to, like, say, okay, just remember when you see Nancy, like, reel it back. Because I feel like I'm going to be a weirdo to her because yeah. I really have been blessed by her work. Like, yeah. so much of, like I was just talking about, I wasn't saved until I was, af- after I was married. So, so yeah. much. I've read, like, all of her books. I love her yeah. podcasts. Um, and I, like, have been edified so much by her because I'm, like, she just breaks down how to be a Christian mom and a Christian yeah. wife. And she says it so simply. So yeah. I feel like I'm just going to be like staring at her without blinking. You know, the wonderful thing, what I can Hi, tell mom. you. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, mom. I'm just like, <laughs> I love you. I'm not weird. I'm not nervous. So uh, the great yeah. thing about Nancy that I think will bless you is mm-hmm. I don't think you can be awkward with her yeah. because she's so down to earth and humble yeah. and kind. And calm down people in the comments. We're not worshiping Nancy Wilson. <laughs> no. But that'll <laughs> well, be that you is... worship Nancy. Well, and I I do. I also think she's, it's very likely that she understands mm. that right now she is filling a role mm-hmm. that a lot of older women have kind of Abandoned. cast aside. Yeah. Um, she was saved as an adult as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah. yeah. So I do, I feel like she... She's very intimately aware 
that she's sort of filling that role right for a lot of mm-hmm. young ladies mm-hmm. right um and yeah yeah we just praise god there's going to be more in a few decades right and their, be her more daughters are you know rebecca yeah. and um yeah rachel rachel Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sorry Uh, gosh i love their books and every time something comes up new i'm like oh i gotta read that and everyone it's like you would think because they're a part of the same family there would be like overlap of like Mm -hmm. discussion but there really isn't Mm -hmm. it's like it's all so good so anyways i'm so excited and i'm excited to hear your guys's talk so all right well that was another episode of provoked with sheologians uh Become an All Access member if you have it, and go and check out Sheologians. Support them if you can, and we'll see you next time. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a blessed two weeks. Bye. Bye.